Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. All right, well, this week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, Dick and Tail, Rescue Rangers. We're going to start with... um, All right, let's jump into um, our gossipy, soapy, pop culture-y segment that we do every week that is called Hot (laughs) Tops. Hi, Link! Get your ass out. Oh, she said already. Actually, I'm not even going to put you down because that's when the real madness happens. <laughs> so it was. Oh, oh, yeah. Hot Tops. Bottom Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um, Tasty. Shout out to Jay Ellis, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Lawrence in the Tom Cruise movie. All right. So let's get into some pop culture this week. In our segment, we call Hot Tops. Every dick, every hole, all at once. All right, let's get into the pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops, where the sugar dads sing, based on the 2018 novel of the same name. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I cannot wait for this. All right, so let's move into our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops, The Cock Rings of Power by J.R.B. Token. Me! My favorite. (laughs) not streaming on Amazon. All righty, let's get into some pop culture news with our uh, section called Hot Tops, 3,000 Years of Pegging, starring Tilda Swinton. Um, My favorite uh, hobby. uh, Idris album. I love it. Who else is in that damn movie? 10 years of pegging. Never saw it. 3,000... Leagues <laughs> under the booty hole. Never saw yeah, it. It's Idris Elba. Oh, I think yeah. Tilda Swin. My favorite porn. All right. So let's get into this week's uh, pop culture segment. It's called Hot Tops. The Bottom King. Starring Wide Open Davis. That doesn't even work. Like, Who the like hell is Viola that? Wide Open. It oh. really doesn't even like... <laughs> Boy, I did not make that connection. <laughs> I'm out of jokes. I'm just, it's, Go I'm off. wringing myself dry here. <laughs> Let us get into our pop culture oh segment. It's called Hot Tops, Honk for Bottoms, Save Your Spur. This week. That's what I like to do. Yeah. That's what I like yeah. to do. <laughs> and it should be done. Mm-hmm. It should be done. It's important. It's important. All right, so let's jump into today's pop culture segment. It is called Hot Tops, Clive Barker's Hole Razor. Dick Razor makes more sense. I know, but Hole Razor sounds like Hellraiser, whatever. Get over it. I'm tired. No, we get it. Um, we love it. So, so, so 
let's jump into the rest of the show, starting with our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops. Um, bottom Hulk. Attorney, Attorney at, at Long. Well, his lady friend won the girl JT of Twitter. Uh, tweeted on September 29th, my boyfriend loved to rig up a meal for me. It's so cute. But today he almost burned our place down and didn't flinch. Then she posts a photo of this nigga in the kitchen. I don't know if it's a flambe, blase. I bet it's not supposed to be. Trombe. I don't know what the <laughs> come, fuck. Come through, trombe. This nigga has a a ninth. There is a Charizard in this frying Please. pan. Please. <laughs> what? There is there's uh, the House of Dragons. He what? There is an entire yeah. That's big tower of flames. Yeah, stacked up in the kitchen, and this nigga is standing in front of it in a satin jacket, looking at it as if <laughs> it is a burning bush, and and the Lord is speaking to him through it. Yeah, maybe that's what's happening. We don't know. You're right. I mean, I feel confident that that's not it, but me too. It could be anything is technically possible, but... Why are you so calm? The flames are licking at the cupboards. What are you doing? Like, grab one of these towels and throw it over that bitch. Like, something. Take it off the heat at least. What are you doing? JT, please tell me that you were recording this video and these are screenshots from the recording (laughs) and that you were also maybe on the phone with authorities at the same time. Like... He needs a chaperone. What is he doing? Like, why are you okay? He literally, and she posts another one where the flame is thankfully lower. It doesn't look like anything <laughs> else is burned or singed. And she said, no, y'all, his mood really didn't change. She watched it go out and all. He believed in himself. You know what? He this did. is a story of, of confidence, uh, perseverance and strength. Confidence I'm actually upset that... with myself for hating. Are you? No. I'm just glad it didn't get worse. I'm glad. <laughs> like, isn't that the best we can do? Because, because it was only by the grace of God. This nigga and the complete inaction. Maybe he knew what he was doing, though. Maybe <laughs> this is so next okay level chef this? shit. Like, maybe these are chef techniques and we are basic whores who have no idea what we're talking about. Like, Maybe it's like because he's done so many, like high energy rap rock shows mm. that have surely had tons of pyrotechnics. Yeah. Like this is probably nothing to him being this close to fire. I guess that, so, because Joe. I just wanna know. <laughs> okay. And then the last slide or the last photo in the slide says, and then boom. And she posts <laughs> one, two, three, four, five little balls. Did you see this? It's the best part of the whole fucking thing. It's the best. I saw the picture of him and I was like, I have to know where this comes from. And then when I found the food itself, I was like, you buried the lead. You should have started with this. This is the funniest part of the whole fucking thread. Five balls. We've got um, some diced tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Looks to be chopped. Maybe a little chopped some shredded lemon. lettuce. That might be some. Uh, it might be a little arugula in there. Oh, a little green know. blend, a little roughage. Uh, about half a bag of crafts uh, shredded, <laughs> pre-shredded, shredded. shredded. <laughs> okay. Absolutely, they shook that out from the bag. 
about eight to nine boxed Del Taco um, <laughs> shells from the grocer. <laughs> and then approximately six or seven charred shrimp, pieces of shrimp. Oh, and a bag of Daisy Sour Cream. Oh, yes. Don't forget the sour cream is- and the Ortega. <laughs> the sauce. <laughs> These niggas made hard shell shrimp tacos. <laughs> you almost burned this lady house down over some hard shell shrimp tacos. I'm thinking, oh, this nigga, he was going for like the reverse sear on some filet mignon and he was finna, like, this nigga finna come out with some roasted Brussels sprouts and asparagus, Mama. a potato for that ass. This nigga, you where's the bouillabaisse? You cooked one thing. You cook shrimp. Don't even take all that shrimp. You, I know that shrimp chewy as shit. My nigga, shrimp takes like two How? minutes to cook. It is no way in the world. <laughs> it is no what way happened? in the world. And then you combined it with hard shell store bought tacos, pre shredded cheese. Dice to make like I y'all could eat anything in the world. Literally, they could. Are they are they in Miami or LA? It don't matter. Either don't way, know. y'all have better tacos no than idea. this. Y'all have yeah. better tacos and than this, no matter where you live. <laughs> it doesn't even yeah. This is some yep. very Oklahoma shit. I am so yep. and even in Oklahoma. I know, I know everybody in Oklahoma is like, bitch. <laughs> Don't do us. <laughs> That's is... why there's something a little endearing about it. Oh, like, it's very regular nigga. It is that. Exactly. And I like regular nigga things. I like the Upshaws on Netflix. I like <laughs> the Miss Pat show. <laughs> yep. What else? Because, uh, <laughs> no, you're getting, you're too amused by this. So I feel like I should, <laughs> I feel like I should stop. <laughs> I feel like I should stop right there, but I appreciate. Okay. Even though I would not eat this, I appreciate niggas and they store bought hard shell tacos. <laughs> and you know what? That they and put they just shrimp for their lady. That's nice. I mean, literally one thing was cooked, and this shrimp. <laughs> it just didn't take all that. It didn't. It ain't no way in the world. He <laughs> probably cut those tomatoes. You think so? Sure. I okay. I mean, who are me? This looks like half a tomato worth of tomatoes. I wouldn't I just, be surprised if they got all of that pre. The, you can get pre shredded lettuce. You can get pre chopped tomatoes. Even absolutely not a full tomato. <laughs> it's not unless it's organic or something. Did it come off of JT's tomato vine? Oh or yeah, something? it might be like a yeah. Maybe. It might be. You know. So who? Who can say? But I just... But I just want y'all to leave them alone. She, He got a belly ring now. Y'all uh, tag her about it. She's this is the most ghetto-ass dinner. She wants y'all to just leave them alone. Millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> I just don't know how this fire got so intense over this meal. And I don't know why he's <laughs> so okay with it. Y'all are eating this Walmart-ass dinner. I'm just shocked. Like, you can take the girl out the hood, but... <sighs> That's it. Yeah, I want to say I bet it was good, but I honestly don't think it was. I don't like as overcooked shrimp. As long as she got shrimp. an AP on her wrist and a burger, you can feed her anything. <laughs> Niggas are so bad about overcooking shrimp. <laughs> and the sour cream, like, what are we doing? You know you ain't clean them. Oh, please, not gritty shrimp on top of all that. Oh, God. 
What a mess. Well, God bless everybody. Oh, JT, that should have been all we heard from you this week. So our first letter this week comes from Eva, who says, I have a would you rather question for each of you. Kit Fury, you're up first. Would you rather have to go through the horrifying journey known as pregnancy and childbirth or or would you rather have to sit next to a row of unsupervised, unchaperoned children in every movie you watch in theaters for the next two years? You cannot, you cannot wait, you cannot opt to wait for the movies to come out on streaming and you can't just refuse to watch movies for two years, but the fact that you immediately was like, I'll do that. (laughs) You said I'll sit next to y'all's badass kids. I won't be having one, though. (laughs) I still hate that. I don't care. You said pregnancy? Ripping me up from the rooter to the toter? I'm literally never going to choose that. I'm so sorry. First of all, that leads to having children, which I'm also not interested in. I mean, you can give them away, but still, you do have to have them. Oh, that's true. That is true. You can drop it off at the fire station, no questions asked. (laughs) But still. No, I'm fine. That's fine. Also, I watch a lot of TV I play a lot of video games. I read books. So, you know, movie, one medium. It's fine. But you sitting next to a row of children for the new Marvel movie or whatever, for the new Black mm-hmm. Panther, you're mm-hmm. you're the only adult in a row of nine-year-olds. And all mm-hmm. of their parents said, fuck this, I'm going to watch Notting Hill or whatever. And it's just you mm. and a bunch of children mm. loud and talking through the whole fucking movie. You'll take that over childbirth. <laughs> they didn't say loud and talking through the whole movie. They I just mean, said no, but they're children. And so they are going to uh, unsupervised children in a movie theater. They're going to talk. Children are only quiet because adults tell them to be quiet. Nobody said they were unsupervised, baby, because you said I that said I'm that. sitting in the row. I said they're unsupervised. You said that I'm sitting but in the you're, row. But you don't <laughs> So guess what? <laughs> you said that I'm sitting in the row. So guess what? But you don't know They're the gonna learn to shut the fuck up today. <laughs> They're gonna learn to shut the fuck up today. All right. <laughs> well. Mm-hmm. I have them just like um. Okay. <laughs> Shirley Ralph on Abbott Elementary. Oh, my students are just fine. Okay. They respect me, baby girl. They don't, don't play with Mrs. Howard. It. They do not play with Mrs. Howard. They might play with Janine. They might <laughs> play with Mr. Hill. They might even on a bad day play with Miss Shimenti. But they're not playing with Miss Howard. And that's that on that. I know that's right. They'll love they by the end of the damn movie, they will love me. So, Eva also says, Crystal, would you rather have to wear ice blue colored contacts every day for a year or have to transcribe T.I.'s autobiography as he dictates it to you face to face? You cannot wear... Why did he just ask you if you'd like to be shot in your Literally, because then the caveat (laughs) is you can't wear sunglasses or anything else to hide the contacts. This is way worse than mine. It is. I agree. And yet, I feel just as sure about my answer 
I would I can easily transcribe T.I.'s autobiography because T.I. is not using very big words. Sorry to say this. He's not Mariah Carey, but like these aren't big words. And even the words he thinks are big are words that I've known since I was in like the fourth grade. So mm. <clears throat> it would not be difficult for me to transcribe this. Perhaps listening to T.I. would be extremely annoying. I imagine that would be. Yeah, that's the real issue. It's like I'm going to have to pop several edibles, maybe take a few shots to get through this. But I could do this in my sleep. Wearing ice. And you can't just like argue with him. Right. It's his. And and, and I I don't have to. No, actually just put him in the booth, you know, because he's recording for the audio book or whatever. Put him in the booth. I'm in a totally separate room. No, no, no. That feels well, like a she didn't say that though. Of putting sunglasses she didn't say that though. The, well, okay, face to face. Even still, I'm not going out every day in blue contact lenses for y'all to think that I'm that type of person. I'm not doing that. that <laughs> I don't want. I can't have. <laughs> and I'm really trying to care less about what blue. other people think, but blue. I can't ice blue white blue. Walker contacts. Blue. Baby, I'm so sorry. My name is not insert any Negro here who is striving for white acceptance. I'm not that girl. I wouldn't speak to you. I, I wouldn't <laughs> speak to me either. I would look at me in the mirror and be like, you're literally a fucking coon. I would not talk to me. The T.I.'s autobiography thing, you can keep that a secret. When you tell niggas and you're like, oh, I was a ghost transcriber for this I got $150,000 for that. Niggas would be like, get your fucking money. Let's go out. Let's do some coke. Like, that's one thing. (laughs) Having to show up in public every day for a year in ice blue contacts. No, thank you. I'd rather not work. So I would thank you, Eva, for these horrible choices. I would choose to transcribe T.I.'s autobiography. Um... Just like if you would rather sit next to those unruly children. But if you have any other similarly. Nobody said unruly. I really would love to read it again. Because he didn't, I don't no, she say. didn't say unruly, but she said unsupervised and unchaperoned. These are children who are by themselves. But I am there. But you are not their adult. It does not matter. Not to you. But these are new kids. That's fine. These new kids are on some new shit. Way. You left them with me in the movie. <laughs> Guess what? So I'm cussing they black asses out. Guess what? They're going to be, they'll be safe. They will be completely safe. Listen. As a matter of fact, they'll be safer with under me. my supervision Correct. than probably then anybody probably else because you, right? I'm going to make sure that they're not only silent, yeah. but they're still. Yeah. What's safer than that? And as much as I can't stand kids, if they're in harm's way, I would probably do everything I could to make sure that they were safe. Same, which is very annoying because I'm very much like, oh, girl, you and your kids. But then, like, let me see an unchaperoned child out in the wild. Like, when I'm riding my bike, especially, and I see a little kid riding their bike by themselves, any race, any gender, I'm automatically like, I'm watching this child with my life until an adult shows up. Like, I can't help it. Because I know, and I know a lot of people let their kids like, oh, you ride ahead of me and you stop right here, you know, at the light because you know to stop. And like, I'm teaching you how to ride a bike in New York, which is fine. 
But on the off chance that this is a little child riding their bike by themselves, I'm watching this nigga with my life. Let's start off this week with a letter from... Hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's start with Malisha. Malisha says, hey, y'all. At the beginning of the year, my friend Nisi hit me up and said she needed to talk. When she called, she sounded panicked and said she had to tell me something. Nisi then told me that she slept with my ex-boyfriend the night before. Christ almighty. And also confessed to having slept with him once in college before he and I got together, but never told me because she said it never felt like the right time to bring it up. This ex-boyfriend she was referring to was my college sweetheart who I dated for nine years. But he and I remained cool even after we broke up, even called to tell me when he got engaged late last year. When Nisi made this revelation, I was shocked. But also my knee-jerk reaction was to calm her down because she was super teary and very emotional. The full scope of what she was saying (laughs) was not clicking for me during the convo. I ended up trying to make her feel better about everything and told her that we would be fine. But I also let her know that I would be calling him. When I called Mm -hmm. this nigga, I (laughs) I said I spoke with Nisi and asked if there was anything he wanted to share with me. He did the usual nigga thing of playing dumb and said he had nothing to tell me and that anything Nisi shared with me was between me and her. I said, okay, thanks. Hung up and then blocked his ass on every app I can think of. As far as I'm concerned, he can go straight to hell. Nisi didn't attempt to reach out or take any steps toward repairing things for nearly two months. When she finally did hit me up, she said it took so long because she didn't think I would want to talk with her. Since that time, we've had maybe a handful of unrelated conversations and random text messages. I know she feels guilty, but now I'm wondering if I should just accept that we are no longer friends instead of holding out hope that maybe we can repair this relationship. I've built up (laughs) a resentment, which I don't think would be there if she actually tried to fix things between us. I'm annoyed that she's the one at fault here, but I'm the one trying to give her chances to make amends. What would you do if your friend crossed the boundary in this way? Should I just accept that the friendship is over and move on? Thanks, Moesha. Well, (laughs) I think you told her how you feel. (laughs) I think you did it. I mean, Momo, I'm, um, I'm in the comfort of my own home. I'm blessed to have a roof over my head. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to just look on the bright side. So, rather than saying that you're dumb, I'm instead going to say that (laughs) you are, like, super considerate and, like, very empathetic, mm. very no, what a nice very girl. sympathetic, um, and that is sweet. Um, you're considerate of people's feelings. Um, you're fair. Mm. These people are not friends with you, Damn. and. The the crocodile tears and, um, you know, the alligator tears. All of that stuff can be kept. Like, you're not going to come over to my motherfucking house or go anywhere the fuck away and tell me that you fucked on my nigga before and after I was fucking with him. And then 
start bawling and crying and asking for tissue and stuff and I'm supposed to cradle you and breastfeed you and make your motherfucking ass feel better like you didn't violate our friendship yeah like fucking on this nigga before we got together and not saying anything is already weird because it's like why not Mm -hmm. why not that's the big question. <laughs> what? What? The, rewind. I thought it would. I didn't know. What did you say that I wouldn't know the time? I didn't think there was, there was a right. She what said, was the excuse for that? So initially, when she slept, she slept with him before they got together, but said she never told her because it never felt like the right time to bring it up. And then she didn't. What does her. that mean? I mean, I can see how it would be awkward to be like, hey, girl, by the way, you're a man. I definitely smashed. But. I don't see but like, why she would get mad at that if that was before the two of them got together. Like, that's... That's what I'm saying. So why be... It, it, to me, there's no real reason to be afraid of telling me that because you didn't violate me in no way. It just gets weirder. You look more guilty, the fact that you waited so long. And then you slept with him again. Obviously, this is a much more direct violation. But that first thing is like, why was she so scared to say something in the first place? You have got to go listen I don't know how many friends you have um, outside of this person Um, if that was your like ace boom coat nobody says that anymore I do if that was like you know what and that's fine we gotta say things in our generation listen. and beyond too we like to we gotta have our save stuff save some recipes <laughs> absolutely oh nigga shit if that was like your like real close friend, right? Then I understand the sort of conflict of oh, do I just say goodbye to this friendship? Is this something? Well, she did come and tell me and apologize, and she seemed really broken up. That's fine. Like you, other people who love you will come across your path. If you don't already have mm-hmm. other pe- people in your life that love you, genuinely support you, ain't gonna, like, like don't want anything bad for you, right. etc. Like, if you don't already have that, the right people will come into your life. You do not need to hold on to people who have done you dirty, right. who have treated you wrong, who have been dishonest with you, mm-hmm. or whatever, for the sake of them, or for, like, the, the sake of filling holes or gaps or whatever in your social or emotional life. Like, none of that need, this doesn't even need to be a consideration. If mama is like, if you're feeling like you want to maintain a friendship so that, you know, she won't feel like trash, Mm-mm. let me introduce you to something that is called therapy like you can go ahead and pass that word on over to her and she can go and find a professional to discuss we're all doing it it's all the rage it is find somebody to talk to because it's not gonna be me and you again second week in a row that somebody has written in a letter and talked about some fallout or some weird shit with their friends and an ass whooping did not take place and i'm just shocked Mm. Yeah. But also, that's good. I mean... So good for y'all. Yes, technically, that is a good thing. 
Right. But I also think this is much less of a violation than that other one was. That uh, that girl who made that oh, crack about the that new boyfriend. I can't believe was. you didn't get stomped in the fucking concrete. This like <laughs> the fact that they didn't jump you. All of is... them. Right. Just right there. But um I mean, I I get the feelings here and clearly she knows that she was wrong because she called you all upset and like feeling bad for what she did. Her conscience was kicking, kicking her ass. So clearly between the two of you, this is understood to have been like a raggedy thing to do. I don't know that I would have been that emotionally invested in somebody sleeping with my ex, but it sounds like this was like a very significant ex to you. And so mm. um, I think if like Kifiri said, if this is like one of your very best niggas, then I would take some time to craft a message and be like, listen, I really love you. I would love for us to find a way to move on with our friendship. However, I won't be the one to bridge the gap or fix what happened here because I'm not the one who fucked up our bond. So like if you're interested in keeping this friendship alive, like you are going to have to show that in a way that you have not been doing i really i mean this is what i'm saying it would have to be it would have to be somebody who i considered like almost like blood because anybody else you can just kick you literally can kick rocks and i know get moving (laughs) i i know that shame keeps people from doing what they should do i know like i i get that it really does people feel Mm -hmm. so so ashamed of what they've done that they avoid the person that they've hurt so i would say i would i I, you don't even have to do all that you don't have to give her that grace but if you really want to keep this friend around then i would be like hey i need to see you making an effort to fix the trust that you violated between the two of us and then let it go from there like I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, the door is open for you to try to make amends. So let me see if you're going to try to amend this shit. And if not, then it's just time to move on. You, you block this other nigga, which it don't even sound like y'all was really friends. Like y'all stayed Instagram cool or whatever. So blocking him is fine. And if you need to do the same thing with her, then let that be that. I just, what would I do if a friend of mine slept with an ex? I personally probably would just be curious more than anything else. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think I would be more confused than angry. But yeah, if you can't, if you know that you did me wrong and you can't work past your shame, even if I'm telling you like, hey, you need to put forth an effort and you can't seem to work past your shame to approach me and repair our friendship, then I don't have nothing else for you. I won't be continuing to put out the effort when I'm not the one who fucked this up. So. I mean, sounds like gospel to me. Best of luck to you, Moesha. Let us know what Nisi does. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. 
With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show okay good folks we're back it's time to read your listener letters it is we have a couple of updates this week um the first one comes from moesha if you remember moesha um (laughs) she had a friend who confessed that she slept with her ex-boyfriend this Mm -hmm. college sweetheart of hers and she hadn't heard from Nisi and all this time so um it ended up consoling her so Moesha said I just wanted to thank you for your insight when I heard Kifuri say I'm not gonna say you're dumb I screamed because that is exactly what the one friend I told (laughs) all of I told about all of this said even she said that Nisi is dust at this point and I have too many friends to be holding on to somebody who would even think about doing something trifling. Everything y'all said is how I've been feeling, but I wanted to get some unbiased thoughts since I haven't really told anybody who knows all the parties involved. Ironically, I think Nisi may have heard the show because she hit me up the same day and was sending me videos oh, of things she thought I might like and said she would call me next week. I haven't completely closed the door to communication with her, but I know any type of relationship going forward won't be the same. Such is life. I have a slew of hoochies in my corner, so I'll be fine. Y'all are the straight shooters I needed to hear from. Thanks and so much love. Alicia, I'm glad that you have another friend who was like, girl, 
fuck this. And I'm glad that you're in a healthy place with regards to like how you view that friendship. And I, I too would scream if she heard that and was like, wait a minute, this bitch is talking about God damn it. I see myself reflected in this situation. But yeah, glad it worked out for you. And we also have another update. This one from SJ, who uh, emailed us a few weeks ago. Um, she's the one who uh, lost her mother and then the boyfriend like didn't come see her in the hospital because his family didn't want her. Oh, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, his family was being right. like, mm. So SJ said, thanks so much for your advice. My boyfriend broke up with me and said that he can't commit. What? He said that he can't commit to a future with me. And since my mom died, it's been like having to get to know a brand new person for him. Continue. I know in my brain that after he said something so dumb and insensitive that this is really a blessing that he broke up with me, but I'm still devastated. I lost my mom and my partner all within six months. And I know I'm getting close to my limit. I'm going to try and prioritize finding a therapist so I don't completely lose my mind. Thanks again. Love you guys. SJ. Damn. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not. I said I'm if really he was surprised either. Like, this is I the type of situation where, like, niggas either step up or they really step down. Or they just step down yeah yeah. i'm sorry it ended like that you're right like you are better off without somebody who would say something like that like oh you changed since your mama died no shit you fucking dumb are you joking shit my mama died you dumb ass nigga really have i changed am i moody (laughs) are you kidding oh my god i'm sorry baby i am i'm so sorry (laughs) That Did you think that I was going to start kicking around and singing like the like, WB frog? I just... Hello, my baby. Hello, my dog. Yeah. Like, did you think that I was just going to come out kicking and singing? Niggas, man. Niggas. That's so fucked up. So, I'm sorry, SJ, that it didn't go well. Uh, and we wish you luck with healing and moving forward. Again, be kind with yourself. Like we said last you're time. Fucking you're you're going you're going through a lot right now. And that nigga don't he just don't deserve you. So 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 other than that, um really I don't have anything. I just wanted to address the finale of Game of Thrones. Well, House of Dragon. House mm. of Dragon. I call it Game of Thrones, because I mean Same thing. Same Intro music. Um, So skip ahead. Spoiler warnings. Haven't seen it. Yeah. Um. First of all, y'all made us sit through ten episodes of hot rank incest. (laughs) (laughs) Just steaming. (laughs) Gross. Stinking incest, rape, and the things. Mm. Which is on brand for Game of Thrones. I mean. Yeah. But, like, there was just something super, super saturated. It was just, like, the constant, all the the uncle and the niece, and then, Mm -mm. oh, my God. And then they just casually be, like, six-year-old, like, well, I don't want to marry my sister. Baby, I don't want you to marry your goddamn sister. Like, just, like, all of this time. Anyway, 
getting us all emotionally invested in some characters and then flipping the script. It's just like, it's the, the expected high fantasy white people drama that I know the series for. Mm-hmm. As someone who watched the series and didn't read the books, kiss my ass. What do you, do you, you know, I barely have time for anything. Um, now, what I really want to say is two things. Why is it that the niggas in this series either had no lines, died after knowing them for about five minutes, or were just, like, incredibly aggravating? <laughs> like, they were like, all right, fine. We'll put niggas in your, your, your dragon show. Gave them terrible white wigs. <laughs> Three lines a piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then each time they were talking about some bullshit. Like what? Dreadhead Cisco came back from absolutely the fuck nowhere. Yeah, and the, I, do you watch the show? I watched one episode and I knew it was not for me. But you watched Game of Thrones. Uh yeah. And for a lot of reasons, that wasn't a great idea. Mm. I I watched Game of Thrones through my fingers, but always it was too fucking violent for me. The sexual yeah, assault and the incest yeah, just that. turns my stomach. And so yeah. when I found out it was just more of the same, except set even further in the past, I was like, girl. Yeah. Also, lots of stillbirth. Oh, see, no, thank you. I'll read the tweets. Yeah, lots I saw of dead babies. I saw a clip of somebody being murdered in an incredibly violent way, like head got impaled or something. I said, baby, <laughs> no, mm-mm. it's I, not this time. I ain't not watching this. There one. was a thank you. For, there was also something in this finale where, like, the lead Rhaenyra is like goes into labor uh, prematurely, and then like pulls her own trigger warning. <laughs> Pulls her own dead baby oh out of her God. birthing vagina oh. on her bedroom ground and then like wraps it up. And it was like, and then she's like, all right, so let's talk about this war. It's like, oh, like I get okay. it. Like I understand, like, I guess the trauma they were trying to drag her through. Why in the motherfucking white-haired <laughs> hell did you send your fucking child and that dragon to them people by himself to go and and tell them to get with it or get lost what was the thought process behind that oh yeah i've seen a lot of people talk about that what the fuck were you thinking about oh well dragons fly faster than ravens and they make like what but ravens come a dime a dozen. Yeah. Dragons are your are your are your are your white privilege. Mm. And you sent one over there with your motherfucking three-year-old baby. <laughs> I mean he's like 14. But you sent this one over there with this child to go and tell them niggas to kiss your ass or die or get fire breathed on them or whatever. What the fuck did you think? Did I need to see a dragon maul another dragon and a white child in the middle of the and we don't even get to see oh, heads roll? Y'all got a lot of nerve. Mm. And watch it be another year and a half before they c- 
come out with another season. It'll be back in, yeah, around that amount of time. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, I said maybe I honestly, like, yeah, like top of 2024. It was like, it's very Game of Thrones, but it mm-hmm. also like, it's, it's so much more focused on like the Targaryen, like, it's very, very, very focused on this family mm-hmm. and just like if, if, like a couple surrounding it and <laughs> like the succession of you know the throne and all of this other shit where uh game of thrones the original series kind of builds on the lore in a different way mm-hmm. um Overall, I still enjoyed it because of, you know, the drama and scandal and probably, you know, the reason niggas like Bridgerton. I don't know. I do love love Bridgerton. It's like Bridgerton without the gore and, you know, fantasy elements, I guess. I didn't watch Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing like Bridgerton. Yeah, no. Maybe the accents. Um, That might be just about it. Uh, but yeah, the scandalous white drama and the yeah, nerve yeah, and the ways that they will destroy each other for power. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of white people today. Well, they don't wash, and they will yikes, you know, <laughs> feed their kids to beasts if it means being powerful. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I saw a bunch of tweets about niggas. Uh, I mean, and they all loved the finale, but I just I have come to accept that there are certain things that I am just too sensitive for. No, honestly, like, I I watched this episode and I have no problem with with gore and violence. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when it's like when supernatural or fantastical elements are involved. Because then I'm like, yeah, none of this is real anyway. Mm -hmm. If it's like a slasher movie or some shit or so like a a, a bloody throw or like a series you know like a what, what was that one movie with Queen Latifah I think was in it The Bone Collector you know some shit like was she in The Bone Collector I did not see I that like shit was. I did of course you did I'm not saying you did <laughs> right but like things like that were the things that would creep me out mm-hmm. more than like I don't know insert ghost movie yeah <laughs> Whatever. my issue is that it looks real <laughs> well it should yeah, well, yeah it's, that's exactly why i cannot stomach it <laughs> so and i have accepted yeah. that about myself game of thrones has a habit of putting all the things that make me the most uncomfortable into one show but yeah people who love white it people, really love it uh, <laughs> <laughs> since we're starting with the obvious <laughs> but yeah there. no even in this finale i was like okay like like, all right like you started the season off with with there's a whole lot this season had a lot of women struggling with pregnancy Mm. or dying because of it and stuff like that and i i like i'd love to know why um but on this last one i was like all right like i don't need to see this dead baby i don't need to see like it's like what are what, what okay <laughs> like, i swear i yeah. watched this episode and i was like you know censorship isn't all that bad <laughs> 
<laughs> Perhaps sister should make some points. <laughs> I wasn't even grossed out. It was just like, this is probably really horrible and effective for, yeah. for someone who probably just wants to watch a show about fire-breathing this is lizards. all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. So... Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, man, after the way that Game of Thrones ended, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's another thing. Do y'all really want to sit through however many years of this just to be utterly disappointed by the last Because I'm already invested in a lot of the characters. Everybody is still so mad at how Cersei died. Everybody. Because, and there's like. This show has villains like that already. It has people that that I like hate yeah. already. <laughs> Not as much them as did. them. Okay. Because we had more time to hate them yes. and a whole lot of stuff. Like seriously, and then push the child out a window, like in the fir- very first, first fucking episode. <laughs> so, you know, but it's like, do I don't I'm afraid. Like, don't yeah. do me. You know what I mean? Like, don't. <laughs> because y'all already playing a lot of games and I'm, like, roused. Mm, like, the luck. way that it ended. Like, she didn't even, like, if y'all watched it and you saw that last shot, she didn't even look pissed enough for me. Yeah. Like, Child. Don't have me sitting back watching episodes and episodes and episodes of these grimy, musty <laughs> white people <laughs> fucking their brothers and sisters and cousins oh, and God. all that other stuff. And then don't even give me the satisfaction of destroying the right people at the right times. Yeah. We're not going to do that again. We're not doing another eight seasons of that. Whew. That's it. That's all I have. Watch that be exactly what y'all do, though. That's exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. I feel it already. Like... Good luck, though, because I am not going on this journey with y'all. I did the last one, and that was enough for me. Good luck to the rest of you. Honestly, I think you're probably... Yep. <laughs> yeah, because this is like a... Re- and it's also clear they're going to do probably do... They're going to do more spinoffs and Mm-mm. all I'm kinds of stuff. So. I'm getting off. It is not You're probably... Girl. You're probably all right. In five years, y'all going to be like, damn, should have listened to Crystal. Should have stopped watching right fucking then, but... I mean, blood and gore and guts and stuff is just not your tea. It's not, and yeah. it's so it's just like it <laughs> if you're gonna be looking away for thirty-nine minutes out of forty-six. Right. <laughs> it's like a good ninety percent of the show. So and I only watched that one episode because niggas was over here for my birthday and wanted to watch it. So I just sat there and kind of looked at it with them and I almost got caught up in the storyline I said I am not going back and watching I swear to god I'm not gonna do it the sound design is really impressive so even if you're not looking at someone's head Mm. bashed in you can hear yeah that's the thing it's like the squish of it all but it's probably just like a bucket full of like butter and jello yeah but somebody yeah somebody in a studio just making noises uh, with props but the episode i did i saw did look good though it was like a girl and then i guess her best friend but then her best friend had married her daddy or something this skank so let me tell you how this bitch did her right so they were homies like we 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 chilling like here i am the king is my daddy or whatever but i'm not sweating it like i'm flying dragons you know what i'm saying i'm being a bad bitch you know my like my my fashion is giving you kind of androgynous like you know i'm a little you know like 
I'm really giving you like tomboy. Like I want to fly dragons. I don't understand why like a woman is supposed to be just having a nigga's baby. It's like, that's not my tea. So like, you're my bitch, right? <laughs> and like, we're like in the meadows and shit and you're like singing and reading poetry and shit. And I'm like, you know, just being a bad bitch and like laying in your lap. And we like gossip. We talk about how these niggas are a shit. And like, fuck all of this, like being an heir and family shit. Like, let's just hop on a dragon and like fly away and see like what the fuck is out here. Like, cause the West Coast, all this shit is like, like big, like it's lit, right? And she's like, girl, like I feel you, bitch. Like, I like our complete, like fuck these niggas. Like, we don't have to do none of these niggas be talking about. Like, we are our own women. We are our own young ladies and we're all about it. Then what happens? Your best friend really daddy getting her motherfucking head and is like, your first of all, your mama dies. Woo. Doing what? Having a nigga's baby. Of course. Your mama motherfucking dies. And so who should be down with what the fuck we've been talking about from Jump anyway? My ride or die. My best friend. My mm-hmm. bitch. Let's hop on Dragon back. Okay? You're not a bad bitch with white hair like me. So you don't have one. But <laughs> it's cool because I'll tell the dragon, like, you my bitch. So, and we can literally get on this dragon and be at peace out. Your daddy was like, oh, well, since this nigga ain't got no bitch no more, like, now oh, is a perfect time for some, you know, for me to go ahead and like basically pimp out my own daughter, daughter yeah. who's like four, 14 or four and 10, as they say, mm. to this old ass nigga fresh after his wife is dead. Go ahead and, and bring him a gift. Wear that dress that your dead mommy used to wear. Pimping out his daughter. You went over there and you fucked your best friend's goddamn daddy and then you fell in love with him and you became the queen and had and had, and had your best friend's brothers and sisters. You freak, skank, you, yeah. you fucking, you <laughs> treacherous, low down, you skeezer. How dare you? And then the worst part is, Lord, the worst part is, she can need her, Rhaenyra, the king's daughter, mm-hmm. was all about it. The worst fucking thing that happened was she discovered dick. She discovered yeah. fucking, and her That's life went downhill as it went with most of us. Yeah. And who did she discover fucking through? Her goddamn uncle. Why? Because this is Game of Thrones and it's fucking filthy. Yeah. And she discovered sex and then she went and just, she started having sex, thankfully not with her uncle yet. But then it all went downhill from then. But then her best friend go catch herself try, like sweating and catching an attitude because her motherfucking daddy made her heir long before she started fucking him and having kids and all that other shit. And so now you feel like your motherfucking kids should be heir to the throne because your daddy said so and because you have boys and everybody is motherfucking underneath the patriarchy and living with misogyny in their motherfucking blood and in their hearts and shit like that. And so they feel like even though you're you're the heir, you shouldn't be the motherfucking rightful heir just because you're a motherfucking woman and your goddamn best friend who you were supposed to be flying dragon back with and not having no goddamn babies and doing whatever fuck you want to do and living off the fat of the land like of mice and men your best friend is out here drinking the goddamn kool-aid in the streets and and, and turned on you mm-hmm. and had a whole bunch of badass kids that tried to kill your motherfucking kids and stole them black babies dragons and oh we're all God. around bad <laughs> all around bad <laughs> and turned on you and stole your throne like scandalous yeah. I, w- I need her head 
I need her head on a spike. And I know she's going to be the Cersei of this motherfucking series you know where it. she's going to be in the motherfucking show all series long. It's going to be them two going at it for the whole series. Watch. But her daddy got to die. And soon. And soon. Damn. And her and and Rhaenyra's uncle beat it. That bitch got to die. Oh my god! Um, that frizzy haired um um uh, TikToker looking motherfucker that killed all them um killed them people behind uh, Allison, the one who who likes feet. Allison is out in out here putting her feet in the chat like Doja <laughs> for for niggas to go and assassinate motherfuckers behind her. All these white people are crazy, okay. but none are more bold than Allison and her green dresses and her raggedy ass daddy and her badass one eyed kid. Oh my Fuck God. them! <laughs> all right, that's all of the that's all the House of the Dragons that I would could ever possibly need. Thank you for. All of that additional context. The episode I saw, she was just fucking around and she was supposed to marry somebody who was gay and she was like, let's just have a marriage of convenience or whatever. So let me say okay, this. Okay, no, wait, no, God damn So it. then... Oh, God. Then they like, all right, so the nigga is mad because his wife was supposed to be the motherfucking queen in the first place, but again, patriarchy. Mm-hmm. So then motherfucking now... She can't beat a motherfucking queen. So they're like, all right, so marry our son. But the son, gay. And so for whatever reason, she they don't have kids because he doesn't like pussy or whatever. So she going to have kids with somebody else that got... Like... Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> they didn't have turkey basters back then. What is the problem? Yeah, that's the And then tried to kill him so you can fucking marry your uncle. Everybody so. out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Um, and... (sighs) To Devontae Adams, who, I mean, I know you saw the game as the country's preeminent uh, sportscaster, but um, when I was catching the end of the Raiders and Chiefs game on Monday, um, I was shocked. Wasn't it? I actually, since you feel that way, I would love to ask you a question real quick about that Mm -hmm. game. So in the fourth quarter, when the Raiders scored that touchdown and went for the two-point conversion. What do you think was the reason behind that? Why would they do that, knowing that they had this one shot to tie the game? You know, my answer to that question would simply be two words, Mm -hmm. false hope. And, um, you know, Okay. Hope is a beautiful thing and it's a strong thing. And oh, some yeah. would say hope is the strongest thing in the universe, strongest force in the universe. Mm. And um sometimes decisions are made behind that that strong force, that energy. Okay. And um hard to argue in the face of hope because it's such a beautiful 
and bright. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But chop. So, so why would the Raiders go for the two-point conversion there instead of the extra point? Because hope. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't get it. You're right. I don't. <laughs> they Please break it down for me. Went for the hope uh-huh. of two points to be conversed <laughs> with the team in the stadium energy okay okay on the night of game and that hope is in the betterment of athleticism in the individualized section oh. of their personal experience. Okay. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. I Absolutely. It made sense from the beginning. So what did you think about that rough in the passer call that they called on Chris Jones when he um when he sacked Derek Carr? Man. You know, do you think the league is doing too much with the rough and the passers? Because I'm sure you watched the the Tampa Bay game and and saw what happened with Tom Brady. What do you think is going on with these yeah. rough and the passer calls in the league lately? I mean, you know, personally, I feel like if you can't handle the the, the heat, you get out of the den. That's okay. Meaning, meaning, this is the sports, and the girlies get rough. That's what I said. Like, are we supposed to be sacking these niggas or nah? We're not playing the flag. Thank you. We're playing the fun. Exactly. You know, we're no baby <sighs> back bitching on the. I agree. The, the, wow. The, the gra- the grass yeah fully absolutely not so okay. I okay I feel like there is a there is a a cons- maybe conspiracy is a strong word mm. but there feels as though there is there's advantage <laughs> in malicious ways being taken for the game that's right. Okay, you know what? That's what I thought, but I just wanted to double check with somebody who really knows what they're talking about. You're welcome. Really knows yeah. the game, really studies it, and so thank you so much for clarifying that for me. I just wanted to Absolutely make sure that time. that I, you know, my understanding was on the same level as an actual professional. Thank you. Kidding so I'm sure that. I'm sure you saw what happened with Devontae Adams after the game. Crazy. Wasn't that crazy? Yeah. Do you agree he should have been criminally charged? You know, here's the thing. When your name is Devontae, the system automatically shouts criminal. Wow. They did a whole blackish episode about this. Mm-hmm. Real deep stuff. You should go back and watch no, it. No, yeah, no, because their their child is named Devontae. <clears throat> yeah. So So like <laughs> you know, power to the people, man. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, after the Raiders lost that game in We know. Me and yeah, you. no, we know. But for those those yeah. of you who are listening who aren't as deep into sports as Kifir and I are, 
after the Raiders lost, Devontae Adams is a wide receiver for the Raiders. Um, He was walking off the field and shoved a photographer who, I mean, I can't even say this man was in his way, really. Like, he was just very pissed. You could see he was mad because the last, well, I don't have to get into all that. You know what happened with him and his teammate colliding yeah. and the missed pass and all that. So Devontae was pissed. Just crazy. Right. And, and yeah. you know, understandably pissed. The, the Raiders have a terrible record. I think they're one in four now, right? Aren't they one in four? Incredible. Like, it's just, yeah. what is going on over there? So he shoved yeah. this photographer who was like, seemed to be trying to get out of this man's way. Um, and of course, this man fell right back <laughs> onto the fucking down. ground. Devontae yeah. kept going. Um, kept going. And then, did you see his Twitter apology? Girl. <laughs> did you scream? Because I scrammed. <laughs> I screamed a scrum that I have never scrummed. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because he went right to talking about, and I think he has, I think he has actually deleted it. Oh yeah, he did delete it. I was going to pull up his smart Twitter, but I mean, cause it was right. First of all, it was truly terrible, but he was talking about how, you know, the emotions got the best of him and, He, yeah, he felt horrible immediately. Sorry to the guy I pushed over and, you know, that's not me. My apologies, man. Hope you see this. So, right. So if you immediately felt horrible, it would stand to reason that you would immediately like reach an arm out to that man and be like, my bad, help him get up. You kept marching like that bitch was in my way and he got what he fucking deserved. So, if you immediately felt bad, you didn't show that, but it also doesn't matter because that man, a white man named Ryan Zebley, uh, of course, <laughs> is pressing charges against Devontae Adams. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> he said he had whiplash, a headache, a concussion. <laughs> I, and all I could say was get money. Get money. If an NFL player pushes me, a credentialed media worker on the sidelines because they're mad they lost, I'm getting every last goddamn dime I can. I can't even be mad at this white man because you fully deserve that. I was shocked that it went to the level of criminal charges. Honestly, I thought the not the league necessarily, maybe the Raiders or Adams himself would settle this privately, you know, cut some checks and move on. The fact that it went straight to the police is like, oh, wow, that's really, wow, Caucasian. Damn. But, you know, we all saw it happen. Everybody was watching Monday Night Football. Everybody watched the Raiders lose that game when it could have gone to overtime and been tied had y'all not gone for the two-point conversion, which Kid Fury just talked about. But since they did did and didn't get it and and so missed the chance for the kick, then they lose the game. And (sighs) so... What I'm what I'm trying to say in talking about this whole story is that we are responsible for our actions, even when we're angry, even when we're upset, even when we're frustrated. We can be mad as all hell and we are still responsible for what we do and taking that out onto people who didn't have nothing to do with it is a great way to be perhaps charged with a fucking misdemeanor. Now you're facing criminal charges from a football game when you could have 
just stormed off to the locker room, hit some walls or shit. I'm sure they got, you know, inflatable niggas that you could have beat up on or you could have like you did when you got off the field, like throwing your helmet and cussing and screaming. You could have did all of that and all of that would have been fine. You don't have the right to hurt other people because you're mad or frustrated. Yes, you lost a game. Yes, this is this doesn't feel good to have such a shitty record or to lose this game like this. We we will probably be debating forever why the Raiders decided to go for that two point conversion. But you just don't get to act like this. It was one of those times where oh. I was like, I don't even get to. <laughs> I mean, but but when you're down and there's still so much time left in the fourth no, quarter. Oh, OK. I mean, you are the expert, but I just feel like it would have made more sense to me, a non-expert, to kick I'm the right. field goal and and tie the game. That way you don't have to worry about it coming down to the wire like this. Like it could have gone to OT and then we see what happens in OT. But y'all didn't even, y'all didn't give yourselves that. Oh, you don't have hope. You were banking you on this two-point conversion and coming out on top, which it didn't make sense to me. But, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes, anyway, you have to be accountable for the things that you do, even when you're big, big mad. And so I can't even defend this black man against this white man going full white man because you fully deserve it, my nigga. You don't get to be pushing and shoving people who are just on the field doing their fucking jobs mad because your team didn't do yours. It's just a game. It is just a game. A game you're being paid like $28 million to play. So just keep that in mind. Because it can't be worth this. And I'm sure this charge won't really go anywhere. This nigga is not going to go to jail or nothing. If anything, it's just more fines. It's just more money you'll have to pay. On top of the money, you're going to have to give this man anyway. Just, even when you're angry, maintain control over yourself. And if you can't, then walk away. Walk away from everybody, anybody. Simply leave people alone until you're back into your body and back in control. Because this is the type of shit you can't get away with. And that's it for me. Practice. I'm all done. Go down to the local Walmart, a place that's <laughs> will always easily piss you off. <laughs> yep. and aggression. <laughs> It'll make anybody It'll mad. Try. It'll piss anybody off to be in the Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah. yeah, work on that. So, but yeah, I'm done. Fuck Isaiah Washington. And uh, fuck Devontae Adams, child. That was raggedy of you, my nigga. It was. It was. Sorry. It was. Sorry. I also only have one thing to talk about this week, and it is this clip of Kelly Rowland. Um, I don't know if uh, you've seen this. I just watched this. Like, yes. An hour or two ago. So if you haven't seen it, um, Kelly Rowland and Marseille Martin were on Ebro in the morning, and unfortunately, they had to speak to Peter Rosenberg, who... <laughs> Now, I did not watch the whole interview. I just watched this one clip. But it was so bad. It was... So he opens the clip by complimenting Kelly Rowland on her ability to play second to Beyonce. Like, he literally says the words to her, like, shout out to you. In 20 fucking 22. This man said, you know wow, you really held it down and, you know, like you part of this great group and and at the same time, you're you're next to the person who is shining the brightest light on planet Earth and you didn't even fight it. You know, it seems like you somehow loved your position anyway and took it seriously. And so Kelly, with 
all the class and media training that Matthew beat into them 30 years ago, Kelly (laughs) very politely and quickly gathers him right on up and says, well, you know, yes, Beyonce is a light, but light attracts light. I am light. Nobody's light dims anybody else's light. The issue comes in when other people try to compare us because that just shows how weak their light is. And then my St. Martin is over here like making faces and nodding like, please catch the hint, dumbass white man. Stamp on his (laughs) back. Baby, but do you think this white man took the hit? Do you think he picked up what she was putting down? Of course he fucking did not. Kept right on going talking about, yeah, but you could have just chilled and been like, you know, I'm in this great group and my best friend is the biggest artist in the world. And so Kelly again (laughs) has to cut him off right there and say, yes. And also Beyonce's best friend and sister is also one of the biggest artists in the world. And y'all need to stop looking at relationships as if they are one sided. And it blew my mind. That she had to break this down to this dumb Peter ass Rosenberg white man. is an adult, by baby, the way. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> like a grown, grown adult. She said, I'm shining. Marseille is shining. We sitting right here shining together. Yes, Beyonce has done a lot for, for black women in particular, especially. And somebody paved the way for her. And I do the same thing. And somebody did it for me. Like, there's plenty of space for all of us to chill and coexist. And it doesn't have to be, you know, just one girl. So chill out with the fucking comparisons. And stop trying to limit us. And then, child, here Ero come in. I feel like he was trying to do damage control for this white man. Of course he was. You know, there's a perception that there's limited slots, but that's not necessarily true. (laughs) But ego gets in the way and blah, blah, blah. So then Kelly is like, yeah, you know, definitely when I was younger, I started to internalize those messages because y'all have been pretending that Kelly is a lesser being than Beyonce. Since the group came out, y'all have been doing this since she was 15 fucking years old. So, yeah, at a certain point, she says, when I was younger, I definitely did internalize those messages that I wasn't as worthy. And it took a lot of growth and self-love to get out of that mindset. So it's like all the black people are nodding and understanding. And it's like, okay, we about to (laughs) it was about to go off the fucking edge of the cliff. But we finna turn this shit around, baby. Here come Rosenberg again. With what I felt was actually the most disrespectful, well, it's hard to say. All of his questions in this clip are incredibly disrespectful. But then he says, well, how do you continue to work so hard even though you're so successful? Like, why do you, you've you've done all these great things, you know, music and acting and all this. And why do you even still get up in the morning and go do anything when you already have so much? Nigga, what? (laughs) Also, just quick note, this man has worked in radio, thus has interviewed people for countless years. Like, baby, should not be this piss poor at asking questions. What the fuck? No, because what the fuck are you talking about? I don't watch Ebro in the morning regularly. I don't listen regularly. So maybe I'm missing some kind of context. Maybe he asks everybody why they work. But that is a (laughs) stupid fucking question. (laughs) Kelly was like, she looked at him like, why do I earn money? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was like, I mean, I'm again, extremely diplomatic and said, well, I want, I'm good. And I want to, I want to continue working. I want to be great. I want to put my all into everything I do. Like, 
some flowery shit that she should have never had to say because 100% certain that he wouldn't have asked no damn white man. Like, you're not asking Brad Pitt why he continues to act or produce never. movies. You're not doing that. Never. Do you ask yourself why you get up in the morning and continue to come get on the radio? I do. After having been on the radio, after having been on the radio for so fucking long, like this just isn't a question that you would have asked another white man. And it was a stupid question on top of that. Because like, obviously she works for money. Like, like people work to earn money, but also because it gives them a sense of satisfaction. They like what they do. They're good at it. They want to continue putting things out into the world. Have you heard of passion? Like, uh, what do you mean? Drive. Um. I was so annoyed because to me, that question just said, it just, again, was him going back to this belief that he has that like, if you were associated with Beyonce and you made all this money with Beyonce, then why even bother with doing anything else? Like you can just chill and be, Beyonce's sidekick all your life. And what she has been trying to say is that is not who she is. And they have made it clear that that is not their relationship. Y'all continue to put that bullshit onto them. And y'all continue to do it to Kelly. Y'all do it to Kelly as if it's not extremely fucked up, extremely disrespectful, extremely hurtful to insinuate that this woman should feel like she is not as good as somebody who is her literal best friend in the fucking world, a sister to her. Like, Kelly has not talked about the shit that she went through when she felt like she had to be, like, like she had internalized these messages and she felt like she had to be, like, distancing herself from Beyonce and ended up in fucked up situations and wasn't even speaking to be and all this because of the shit y'all have been saying for decades about these black women. Please shut the fuck up or show Kelly Rowland the respect she deserves. Pick one, though. Pick one. Peter fucking Rosenberg. Nigga, you you're lucky to even be speaking. You're lucky to even be speaking to her. And then, of course, the conversation moves on. After Kelly does that, you know, it moves on to like, let's let's talk about Marseille and how young you are. And, <laughs> you know, the, the, some blah, 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 college life. And blah, blah, blah. Like, so it moved on from there. I don't think it got any spicier after that. But I was just so, I mean, disgusted by the audacity of this fucking white man to sit in front of Kelly fucking Rowland's face, a person who you will never be a tenth as successful. Like, you will never... Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Baby, you cannot even begin to touch the hem of her fucking garment and to disrespect her, disrespect her like that over and over to her fucking face. Even though, like, again, she made it extremely clear, clear twice that you needed to shut the fuck up and stop saying this shit about her. And you just kept doing it. Like, I don't... Read the fucking room, girl. Wake the fuck up. And if she would have piped up and popped off, then it would have been a problem. Then it really... Right. Or if she would have cussed him out. Or if she would have said, the fuck you mean by that? Then it would have been an issue. 
Right. Baby, Tired. Kelly Kelly Rowland is is a incredible person. Yeah. So so gracious a when y'all do when y'all do grace. not deserve it. When y'all do not deserve it. Grace, uh, patience, regality, mm-hmm. all of the things. Truly, because a couple of things I wouldn't have done. And if somebody gets a phone call. Or if somebody is standing outside your bushes asking you what the fuck you had to say about Kelly Rowland, I won't be shocked either. Because <laughs> I know how Beyonce and Solange do about their sister. So, just tread fucking lightly. Be careful who the Leave fuck you're talking to. And be, right, be careful of the dumb shit you perpetuate when you say things like, like, think about what you're saying, 21 Savage. Think about the words you're using. Are these the correct words? <laughs> Peter Rosenberg is in a, you are, a professional interviewer. Like you, I don't. This see. is your job. Why are you so bad? And you're harping Why are you so bad on this topic when she's made it clear. Like you think I am inferior to Beyonce. I do not think <laughs> I'm inferior to Beyonce. So stop this talking is, to me as if I agree with you. This is a compliment to no Beyonce. Don't agree with you, right? It's a compliment to no one. Beyonce does not live. Kelly does not live. The black community does not live. <sighs> Nobody's living. It's not giving what you think is giving. <laughs> Why do you get up in the morning and go to work, bitch? What do you? What do you? What the fuck are we talking about? Like, I, I literally, I got dressed and came here. I'm Kelly Rowland. And this uh, is what you're asking me? So it's, it's weird. It's so weird. Stupid. <sighs> so, yeah, fuck Peter Rosenberg for that. That was just extremely fucking stupid. Fucking stupid, fucking stupid, stupid. Last but not least, Trixie and Katya had a show down in, in the Inglewood. Oh, no. Now, I took my dollars and time to go and watch this show because I enjoy those two queens. And for me to openly say, for either of us to openly stand for white people, you know. That we enjoy. To even say something nice. <laughs> it's true. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, damn. So. Oh, God. Went down to the to Tracy and Catherine show. <laughs> and I was very excited. In fact, let me just also stay, start this by saying I was having a shit day then as well. And I almost didn't go because that's how bad of a day I was having, like, in terms of depression. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go anyway. I'm tired. Uh, You're so gay. I'm tired. (laughs) Um, I'm bummed. Yeah. What if, like, I kind of just want to be in my bed. But I was like, you know what? I watch these queens all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. They make me laugh all the time. I really enjoy them. Maybe this will turn my night around. At least give me a couple of chuckles. And then I can come back and deal with, you know, the yeah. darkness. Life. You know, the abyss that is existence. Okay. Um. So I go down to the show. <sighs> Great turnout. Of course. I'm on the floor and I had, like, of all of the people... I had to be sitting behind someone who decided to, I guess, dress up as Trixie Mattel for the show. 
Now, if you know anything about Trixie Mattel, you know that that bitch is one third wig. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) The wigs are huge. (laughs) So I'm sitting behind this white queen who's in drag, which, mind you, for the amount of people that are at this show, I didn't really. I think that was the only person I saw in drag. What was it? The Trixie impersonator? The one who looks just like her? I don't know. I see lots of people dress up as Trixie Mattel. But there's one girl who looks just like Trixie. Like I wouldn't have known because I only saw the back of this bitch's big you. ass wig. Okay. Okay. It probably was that girl again, honestly. <laughs> this motherfucker was blocking like half of the stage for Damn. me. Damn. With oh. this huge blonde wig. I was so fucking tilted. Especially because from what I could see, it was a great show. The intro was awesome. It had like lots of little surprises and twists and fun stuff. It was cool to like be in the room with them Mm -hmm. and all that other shit. But like I left during intermission. I just was like, damn. at this point, I'm watching them on the screens and for all of that, when I'm already depressed and feel like shit, I could just go home and watch them on uh, and our, our Queens mm-hmm. I Like to Watch or what are the millions of other videos that I watch all the time. Because that wig and then somebody, I don't know if they were next to me, but somebody's breath was in my seat. So I was like, you can have it. <laughs> At this point, I'm just going to go home. Like, Oh, okay. Damn. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is about white queer spaces, but y'all just have to be seen. Do the it's just like grand high pick me space. <laughs> what the fuck is you up in drags for? Bitch, you ain't getting paid. Mm. How inconsistent. Like, girl, take the wig or put the wig in your lap for the for the like, yeah, I it, paid to be here too, bitch. I can't see. I'm sure it wasn't just you whose view was blocked either. I'm sure it was. that's the thing. Like, I'm sure somebody else was also there in drag with a fucking chandelier on their head or a, a giant tampon or some dumb shit. But it's like, girlies, we're not here to see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Just chill. It's not about you. Like, yeah. it's not about you. Yeah, people can really be really inconsiderate. It's like they are only thinking about their moment and their experience and they don't think about what it's doing to everybody else who's in attendance. Yeah. Even yeah. the girlies that do it and get booked and make coins off of it. I saw Heidi in Closet there, complete boy. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Like... I really think it was the Trixie impersonator who was sitting right in front of you. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. Well, the Trixie impersonator needs to impersonate their ass down to Santa Monica Boulevard or wherever the fuck. Like, go do that shit down at Mickey's or wherever the fuck when everybody is going and getting um, Amaretto Sours or whatever white gays drink. (laughs) I thought you was going to say they came out and did something racist. I was about to be like, oh, God. I wouldn't know. Now I can't listen to Cassie. I only saw half the goddamn show. (laughs) Okay. Damn. What I did see of it was fun. And I'm like, and the other thing was, bitch, who knows when they will tour again together? Right. Trixie, I'll have plenty of opportunities to see live again, I'm sure. <laughs> <That's right>. Katya? <laughs> mm. 
Katya's friend. <laughs> Katya not going back on the fucking road. <laughs> Katya making it out on stage and doing her damn thing and being Baby. so like, I'm like, no, Katya's gone. After this tour, she might retire, bitch. We don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> Trixie, that bitch never met a dollar she wasn't going to make, okay? She'll be At back all. on tour this year, but gotcha. She's probably playing there tonight. That might, <laughs> that might, ooh, I feel you. That might really be that. for. Ooh, I would be so annoyed. The amount of work that goes into a live show of any kind, mm-hmm. energetically, emotionally, physically, is a lot. It's hard. Right. But the amount of work that they were doing up there, yeah, drag shows are intense. Trixie is a workaholic, so I'm sure she'll, like, that bitch does, like, three tours at once. <laughs> but to get the both of them together again, I don't know when I'm going to get to see that shit again. Right. So thank you, Trixie impersonator or whatever the fuck freak sat in front of me. <laughs> and you know what? I just realized I planned to start this with a disclaimer that said I was going to use a copious amount of homophobic slurs. <laughs> You you guys, so you can do it. Oh, I know that I can. I just forgot. Like it was a. I didn't back down. I just yeah, just haven't gotten around to it. Right. But you fags need to get your goddamn shit together when you go down to like my god, like what it like. Oh, that's so inconsiderate. Did you did were you waiting for the moment that Brian was gonna look down at you and be like, hey? And make you part like what? Yeah. That's uh, what I get for going to a drag show. Well, that's it. I'm done. I went to sibling rivalry a few weeks ago and it was incredible. But if somebody, I'm sure it was. It was Bobby Monet are so, so good. But if somebody had been in like a Bob wig or something, like some big exaggerated like big Diana Ross rig, I would have been so mad. Like, bitch, we all came. To see the fucking show. So why do this like you about to get called up on stage? You're not part of this. You're in the audience like everybody else. Why don't you act like Imagine you? I go down to Wakanda forever with <laughs> Angela Bassett's big ass crown or headpiece. You know, I'm just here to see the movie. Take, bitch, so am I, bitch. Right. Take that shit Take off of your off. head, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> And considerate. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. We're going to go ahead and wrap the show up now with the read. Amen. Do you want me to go first? No, I've got it. I'm just, I really don't have much to say. Okay. Truly. I'm just going to say the following one. At this point, you motherfuckers who are booking Kanye and Mari West to come and say whatever the fuck shot John for white people's attention and coinage, y'all are weird. Specifically black and brown people. Mm. You already know what it is. We already know what it is. And we know more than anything that you are doing this specifically to bring clicks, views, attention, and dollars to your piss poor publications. It's weird. It's dangerous. It's sad and it's incredibly unnecessary for you to 
afterward go on these weird ass apology tours around everybody's podcasts and radio shows acting as if you actually give a fuck about the outrage mm-hmm. or the response to the bullshit that you knew was coming when you booked this guest in the first place. Yes. I find it weird. I find it counterproductive. I find it anti-black and I find it all around lame. That's that. Next, um, George Floyd's family is suing a particular rapper for going on a particular podcast and telling particular lies. And I would just like to say that I hope that they get every motherfucking cent that this goddamn system got in store for. I want them to get every red penny bitch that they can. The end. Next. Let Chance the Rapper like whatever the fuck Chance the Rapper likes on Twitter. Mind your motherfucking business. You, your baby daddy, mommy, and whoever the fuck else have their motherfucking Twitter accounts, their fake Twitter accounts, their side Twitter accounts, their low-key freak Twitter accounts where they like porn of all kinds. Mm. If Chance the Rapper liked some porns, whether it was trans, whether it was intentional, whether it was not intentional, that don't sound like any of your motherfucking business. In fact, you motherfuckers are weird for knowing whatever every celebrity and blue check got in their likes at every goddamn second. What the fuck that got to do with you besides nothing, bitch? Mind your goddamn business. The end. You are weird, you're strange, and you're transphobic, and we really want to get down to it. Because if he simply liked two pairs of titties, y'all bitches wouldn't be having so much to say about it. Last but not least is a read update. The Trixie impersonator that I mentioned last week um, DM'd me and <gasps> sincerely apologized. Oh my God. For locking my view down to the show. And it was an apology I accepted. So thank you to that person for acknowledging that um, you were on the show for me. I really appreciate it a lot. And hopefully I'll get to see them at another show. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for all of your support throughout 2022, the ups and the downs. We could not have done it without you. And take care of yourselves. We'll see y'all soon. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.